Hi everyone, my name is Matt. I'm the Youth and Family Pastor at Cornerstone Church in Marshfield. I'm here today with your Cornerstone Connection, a daily devotional. So I wonder, have you ever asked the question, question or wondered, or maybe somebody's asked you, why did God have to become man? Why did God uh, take on flesh, become Jesus, uh, live a life that wasn't very glamorous, uh, take upon himself the sins of the world, go to the cross, and die for the sins of all humanity, and suffer, and be in a tomb for three days, and then eventually rise again to show that he had power over death. Like, what was the point of this? What, couldn't have God done it any other way? Well, in case anybody's ever asked that question, or maybe you'll be asked that question someday to explain, why did God have to become man? Um, Hebrews chapter 2 helps us out. And I want you to focus in, and I'm going to read... Uh, from verse 9 all the way through to the end of chapter 2 to verse 18. There's a couple places in there that talk about where the writer of Hebrews is talking about Jesus becoming man. And, and he follows up, he makes a statement, and then he says, so that. And I really want you to listen for that so that <laughs> you, and I, you and I have a greater understanding of why Jesus became man and also what it means for you and I as followers of his for today. All right? You with me? Here we go. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 2, starting verse 9. The writer says, But we see Jesus, who is made a little lower than the angels, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. That includes you, that includes me, that includes all Christians, that includes all non-Christians. He tasted death for everyone. We continue in verse 10. In bringing many sons to glory, it was fitting that God, for whom and through whom everything exists, should, should make the author of their salvation perfect through suffering. Oof. Both the one who makes men holy and those who are made holy are of the same family. So Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers. So think about that. God becoming man through Christ and doing all that he did was also done so that we could be in the same family as him. Verse 12, he says, I will declare your name to my brothers. In the presence of the congregation, I will sing your praises. And again, verse 13, I will put my trust in him. And again, he says, here am I and the children God has given me. Verse 14, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared in their humanity so that by his death, he might destroy him who holds the power of death that is the devil, and free those all those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. So see that other so that, so that he can destroy the devil and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by the fear of death. Verse 16, for surely it is not angels he helps, but Abraham's descendants. For this reason, he had to be made like his brothers in every way in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in service to God and that he might make atonement for the sins of the people. Your sins, my sins, the sins of all humanity of all time. Verse 18, the final verse. Now listen to how this applies to how, what's the big deal for today then. Verse 18, because he, Jesus, because Jesus himself suffered when he was tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. Gosh, what a great, <laughs> what a great text. And, and I just love how the Word of God speaks for itself and teaches on its own. 
so I need to add very, very little. Hopefully you've seen the so that. So why God became man for us. It's always for our benefit. Um, it, it, allowed, it allowed him to taste death for us, a death we don't have to die, a separation from God we don't have to experience. Uh, he died so that we could be holy. He died so that we could be a part of his God's family, the family that we were created to be a part of. He died in order to destroy the devil. He died to free us from our fear of death. We don't need to be afraid of death because it's only a new beginning in life with Christ. And he died so that while we still dwell here on this earth, when we are tempted, when we go through the fiery trials of temptation from Satan himself, he is able to help us in those times of need. He is there for you, friends. God came to you. God came to me. God came to us. He left his heavenly throne, came to our earthly dwelling, put on flesh so that he could destroy the devil and he could be here for his people now and into eternity. Friends, take advantage of what God has done for you. Walk in his life. Walk in what he has done for you, his suffering and his death on the cross so that you can experience life now and for eternity. Friends, be encouraged today. Be challenged and know that you have a Savior who is there to help you in every time of need. Have a great day. We'll see you next time on the Cornerstone Connection.